0: Hi friend, my name is Melissa and I'm obsessed with cheering on other women in this thing called life. I'm a wife, mom of three, online nutrition and fitness coach, online course creator and the owner of the Happy Party Co. The Happy Party Podcast isn't just any party. This is a happy party where you can come as you are and celebrate the big things and the not so big things that are going on in your life because all of the things matter. When you come here every Wednesday, we are going to help you see that you can succeed at those nutrition and fitness goals you've always wanted to accomplish. We will cheer you on as you go after those passions on your heart and strive to do what makes you happy in your profession. We will help you recognize how to find happiness in the everyday, and we will hear from other women who are spreading happiness in all they do in this world. We want to help you honor the body God has given you physically so that you can overcome what life throws you mentally so you can shine your light. Okay, my friend, grab a cup of coffee, a jug of water, or a glass of Chardonnay, put on those party hats and those yoga pants, grab a seat, and welcome to the party at the Happy Party Podcast. Hey friend, how's it going? It is Wednesday and you know what that means? I am back at you right now with another episode of this podcast. I'm so excited to chat with you today. I hope you have your coffee or your water or your seltzer, whatever, and are ready to dive in. If you're doing dishes or folding laundry, going for a walk, I'm happy you're choosing to listen in while you do any of those things. Hopefully it's not laundry because that's boring. But if it is, I hope this is making it a little more exciting for you. So I may or may not have a bomber jacket on and a pair of aviator glasses because I just watched for the first time the 1986 version of Top Gun. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep you heard me right. I was five when it was released and just watched it. And man, oh man, that was such a great movie. I cannot wait to see the new one. Let me know if you've seen it. If so, just let me know if you liked it. Did you not like it? Did you think the first one was better? So many people are saying that the second one is better. All right, I digress. But I wanted to share something that has made me happy so far this week. Because, you guys, this is the Happy Party Podcast. Sometimes I have a little tongue twister saying that, but it is the Happy Party Podcast where we are going to celebrate happiness. And that movie made me happy because I watched it while I did all of my laundry. Yep, I did something very boring while doing something that made me happy, and it went by so fast and guys, I put it away. I put the laundry away while watching it. And that made me happy. See, that's the point, guys. You can find the happiness within the mundane. And so that's my challenge to you on this podcast. Like I said, in my intro podcast, the point of this is to spread happiness in the everyday. All right, so since posting that first intro podcast, and since being diagnosed with MS 13 years ago now, I've been asked, how do you stay positive through the multiple sclerosis and despite that multiple sclerosis? And that's a very valid question. I totally understand it. And so I'm just going to answer that today. How do I find the happiness within the, the crumb? And... I want to start this discussion by saying that I am not perfect. (laughs) If you talk to any of my friends or my husband, I am not perfect and I am not always happy, happy, Pollyanna, whatever. I am working very hard at that, especially these days. I mean, yikes. But I'm working very hard to not fall into the grasp of you know, what the news channels feed us, what you see on social media, and all of that stuff. I do struggle with anxious thoughts, um, but my exercise and getting enough sleep, listening to sermons, feeding my body properly, all those things, my husband, obviously, my friends, my kids, my community, they get me through the hard times but it's not always perfect. So I don't want to paint this picture of being perfect um, and make you feel that when you have your hard times, you need to be perfect because you don't need to be. I'm going to talk to you about how I try to find the happy bits amongst the stuff, right? So while I am not perfect, I do try to see the positive in things. So how do I do that? Well, I always think about what my thoughts and actions do to or for my body. I'll say that again. I think about what my thoughts and actions are going to do to and or for my body. So being happy is good for your brain. And when your brain is happy, that affects everything else. When your your relationships will be better, you'll have more confidence being happy can reduce pain in your body think about that think about when you laugh you could be crying one moment and someone will try to cheer you up by making you laugh and now you're cry crying laughing and in some cases you'll forget about why you were crying in the first place as adults that might not be as true as it is for kids like i sometimes my kids will be mad that i took away their electronic device especially my little ones and they'll be crying about it and then I'll start tickling them and then they'll start laughing and then they totally forgot why they started crying in the first place but that's a good example of the fact that being happy and laughing can can alternate how you're feeling pri- just prior to that not always but I think you get what I'm saying so when I was diagnosed I had my moment I had my moment of grief. I was in disbelief, complete disbelief. I was angry. I got scared. I mean, I was in my 20s, my late 20s. I was getting married. I was scared. I didn't know what the ramifications of this were going to be in my life. I didn't know what was going to happen. It's very interesting to wake up one day and go about your day and then your whole life just changes and You don't know what's next. Um, So you have all those feelings. I had all those feelings. The disbelief, the anger, being scared. And all of that is normal. And you just have to allow yourself to go through those feelings. But for me, I gave myself a very short window of time. And then I knew that I had to fight back because I was getting married. Because we were planning on having children and all those things. And because I was in my late 20s. Like I had and have my whole life to live now, and especially now, 13 years later, I have my husband and I have three children to live for and be here for. And so I have to fight back. And I don't love using the word fight because it has a negative connotation to it. But for me, I want to fight against MS. To me, it's the evil side. It is something that I don't want in my life. And even though it is, I want to fight against it. So I mentioned in my intro episode that I had to figure out how to fix this, and I'm using air quotes. I'm a fixer by nature. If somebody messages me and is having an issue, sometimes it's warranted to just call them and listen to them, regardless of who it is. It could be family, friends. It could be somebody I'm coaching. Um, But if I am coaching them, they're messaging me, and I'm going to listen. I'm going to ask questions. But I'm also going to try to help them and fix the problem. So I'm just a fixer by nature. And what could I do to help my future self is a question that I asked myself. What could I do now to help my future self? What could I do in that moment? With my background in personal training, I knew I had to change my nutrition. I was going to the gym. I knew what I had to do. I just wasn't eating properly. And... <laughs> By that, I mean, I was like calorie free and um, having sucralose in every coffee. If you don't know what sucralose is, it is the, it is Splenda. I was having lots of Splenda in lots of coffees every day. I was having Diet Coke more than water. Um, I was just having lots of things that... I shouldn't have been having sodas of all kinds. And I knew that I needed to be better with my nutrition. So I accepted that, okay, I have a mess. Now what? Now I take control of my nutrition, which I wish to all things good that I hadn't waited for a lifelong diagnosis to do that. Let me say that again. I wish that I had not waited for a lifelong diagnosis to be given to me before I decided to change my nutrition and to move forward. I wish I had done it a lot sooner. I knew that drinking sodas and um, eating some of the things that I was eating weren't the best options for me, but I was exercising and I was training for Boston, so I must have been healthy. No, so my insides were not as healthy as they should have been. I needed to lean on those who love me the most and most of all, trust in God's plan for my life. That's what I needed to do, along with learning about nutrition even more, diving in and really learning it. So, does having MS stink sometimes? obviously, my friends, yes, it does. (laughs) If you don't know what MS is, okay, let me just talk to you about what MS is for a little bit. When it's when your nerve nerves are damaged, and it disrupts the communication between your brain and your body. All right. So multiple sclerosis causes many different symptoms, and they're different for everybody. Um, Your vision can start to go. You can have pain, um, fatigue, impaired coordination. So like when I say fatigue, I don't mean just tired. I mean like you are so, so tired that you can barely take it. Um, vision loss for me was a big, was a big concern because I was seeing floaties in my eyes. And that's one thing I think I might have mentioned this before is that that is one point where I would be like, all right, let's talk about meds. If my eyesight ever started to go. And a lot of people will say, Hey, well, at that point, you're kind of up Poops Creek without a paddle because the damage has been done. Um, again, I say, this is, this is me. This is my journey. And everybody walks their journey with this diagnosis and other diagnoses different. So anyway, those are some of the symptoms. They can be different in severity and duration. So it varies from person to person. So I could have a flare um, and that flare could last, I don't know, a month and then go away, or it could be permanent. So it really just depends on the person. And some people might be symptom free for most of their lives, while others can have severe chronic symptoms that never go away. Like I just said. So, um, let's talk about what are the things that you should do. You should just be really in turn in tune with your body. Medications also suppress the immune system, which can certainly help um, slow and stop the disease progression, but you have to know um, what's best for you. So think of your phone charger, and sometimes its outer coating breaks, and you can see the wires underneath. That's what happens to the nerves in someone with MS. That protective coating around the nerve is called the myelin sheath, and it can get holes in it, and those are called lesions. So stuttering is another symptom, being forgetful, um, sometimes, I don't, I don't like to give MS any power in my life, but if I forget something, or I am horrible with names, I always have been, and if I forget something, I'm like, oh, it's gotta be my MS brain, and I'll laugh about it, and I'll laugh with the person that I'm talking to, but again, I don't like to give it power, so yes, um, I do forget things, but I'm also an incredibly busy mom and wife and building businesses. So it's likely that I am just super busy and have a lot on my mind, and it's actually not the MS. So it's a little mindset shift there. Do you see how I'm not giving it the power it deserves? I'm joking about it and (laughs) just laughing at myself at the same time knowing, Melissa, you're busy. So you're just forgetful because you have so much on your mind. So I'm not giving it the power. All right. So as I mentioned, again, in that intro episode, if you haven't listened to it, go ahead and go listen to that. But I decided against medication. And minus a few flares through the last 13 years, I've been doing great. That's not the case for everyone. And I do understand that. I just personally didn't want to mess with my immune system. I wanted to strengthen it. Hence, why I decided to choose exercise and really honing in on the the nutrition piece to um, deal with my MS. But that's not how everybody is and I respect that. So how do I stay positive through it all? How do I not give it power over me? As I record this, I'm just going to tell you, I did post this on my social, but, um, both of my feet are numb, which is exactly how my symptoms started 13 years ago. The first flare in years is actually happening right now as I sit here talking to you. Um, so, and I honestly, I can't even tell you the last time that I had a flare, but I do know when it happens and it happens under extreme stress But I'm going to be doing my workouts despite how uncomfortable they are. And I will not give MS the power it doesn't deserve. I am not going to let it take away my ability to move and fight against it and my ability to stay healthy. And so I'm going to control those controllables and I can still move. So I'm going to respect the fact that I can and I am going to, and that's how it's going to be. There are lots of people with different illnesses that can't move, that would love to move. So I am going to respect them by doing what I can do. So I have a husband. And my children, too, that keep me going. And I do not like my kids to see me letting MS rule me. I want them to see me playing with them and having fun. And I am open with my oldest, who is almost 12 at this point. I talk to him a lot because he has questions. But I also am a believer that God has this. And he has put a desire on my heart to help others. And I want my kids to see that. And honestly, guys, if I had not been diagnosed with MS, I'm not sure where I'd be today. I think of that often. And this is going to sound weird to some people, and that's okay. (laughs) But if I'm going to give MS any power in my life, it is going to be that it has driven me to dive into the passion God has placed on my heart, and that passion is helping others, find themselves again through the power of health and fitness. And now with this podcast to build a community of women who are wanting to spread happiness and find the happiness that is still in their lives. I want to inspire people and build them up. I find the happiness within the diagnosis. Knowing that I am looking at it straight on and saying, nope, not today, knowing that the diagnosis was and is the catalyst for something much larger in my life in the lives of those I am blessed to come into contact with. I am so passionate about using this mess and turning it into my message, that using this test and turning it into my testimony, you know, God doesn't do these things to us, but we live in a cursed world where there is stuff that happens. And I would not be able to carry out this passion of mine had I not been diagnosed. And again, I I caveated that, started that with saying that that's going to sound weird to some people, but that is how I look at this. I can either sit and stew about it and be ticked off all the time that I have numb feet or that I could wake up one day and not be able to move my legs or that I could wake up one day and not be able to walk because that's a very big reality with people with MS. Um, I could sit around and stew about that, but I actually won't do that. Um, So I'm going to use that test and turn it into my testimony. And I hope you will take this ride with me as we walk through nutrition and fitness and building businesses and um, just encouraging you. I hope you walk through that with me. And we're going to set some really big goals together. So I hope you are ready for that. Um, It's powerful. And um, I want you to pause what you're doing for a moment Unless you're driving, please continue to drive (laughs) and listen to me. Are you ready? So take a sip of that beverage and listen. You have that power within you, too. Again, you have the power within you, too. Whatever it is you're going through, you have the power within you to use where you are right now as your battleground for good and to inspire others. I believe in you, and I don't even know you. (laughs) Well, maybe I know some of you, but I don't know all of you. But the fact that you're here is enough for me to believe in you. I want you to determine what it is that is in your control or what is not and control those controllables. I cannot control the fact that I have MS. It's done. I'm here. I can control what I do about it. And I hope that makes sense. You are strong. You can do this, my friend. You are all. I look at it this way. We are all sailing on the same ocean. I prefer the Atlantic because that's where I live. But just think about (laughs) all the oceans. We are all sailing on the same ocean, but we have different boats. I'm here on this podcast to help you feel like you have all of your life vests on board. That if something goes wrong, you will have a life vest to put on and we can f- sail through it together. So, what has brought you happiness this week so far? It's Wednesday, so I will leave you with this. Find that something in every day to be grateful for. Goodness It could be something as simple as being able to hear the birds chirping or being able to see your kids play. Not everyone has the ability to hear and see. Those are things to be grateful for. Go to Target or Walmart. They don't sponsor this podcast at all. (laughs) And grab that notebook. Or at TJ Maxx. They also don't sponsor this podcast. Uh, They have really cute notebooks towards the checkout line usually. Title it your gratefulness journey and place it next to your bed. So each night, I just want you to write five things from your day that you're grateful for. And let that be the last thing you do each day. You, if, you, if you're a praying person, say your prayers. Write your gratefulness and put it down. Make sure the news isn't on after that because you don't need that putting you to sleep. Put, let this put you to sleep. Go to bed with a happy and grateful heart. It's transformative. And I can't wait for you to share those five things with me. You can share it with me wherever you want. You're more than welcome to email me or shoot me a message on social. But I want you to do those gratefulness things every single day because you will fi- find five things that you're grateful for. And like I said, yes, uh, having a warm place to sleep having food in the fridge, having a healthy family. Those are awesome and amazing, but I want you to get into the nitty gritty. Like I am thankful that I saw a cardinal today. I am thankful for the flowers that I picked from my yard. I am thankful that my allergies aren't horrible, even though I could draw a smiley face on the hood of my car. (laughs) Like it, just the smallest thing things I want you to write down as your five things. And they can be big things too, for sure. But try to make it different things every day. It is such a great practice to have in your back pocket that you do every day so that you fall asleep with that grateful heart. And you can even do it in the morning as well. And then you'll have this journal of things that you're grateful for that you can show your kids someday. And it's such a great thing to have. So let me know what your things are. Thank you for being here. Cheers to you. And we will chat with you next week. Thank you for joining me today. I would love it if you could take a snapshot of today's show and share it on your social media. Tag me too, so that I can thank you personally and enter you into our monthly listener drawing to receive a special gift from me. If you would like to leave us a review, that would make us so happy. That's it for now, but I will see you next time. Until then, be well, be you, and put a smile on that beautiful face.